This is no ordinary pod. No ordinary pod. 50 eps. What it do? This is no ordinary pod. Chit-chit. No ordinary pod. Yes, yes it is. I don't even remember the last time, the last date we recorded. I assume it was sometime late November, early de- December, whatever. We are back, the Ordinary Pod team, coming to you from, I'm in my casa, you're in su casa. It's January 14th, 1.36 p.m., and this is going to be a typical off-the-rails pod because we have no idea what we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk a lot about Sade. So before we get to that... Noah, how are you doing in the state's capital, the Tallinnasty, the 850, Norvell City? How are, how are the vibes up there north? Vibes are good, but allergies are a brewing. I've been having some pretty... Preach. I probably sneeze. I probably sneeze on average. You know, if I had to set the over-under on how many times I sneeze, I'd probably be 15, and then towards the back end of my day, my eyes get pretty itchy. Um, so we're trying to tame that. Other than that, uh, weather's getting a little hot, um, and I'm getting a little homesick at times because Idaho right now, Jackson Hole, Tetons out west, just getting pounded with snow. They've had over seven feet of snow just in the year 2020. That fresh pow-pow? That fresh pow-pow. I watch many videos a day wishing that i was not in 80 degree weather in tallahassee but lord duggar how are things before in the uh oh no go ahead no i was gonna say before we get to yours truly because i'm having this inner dude oh my god i'm just putting my everything's being mind blown right now hold on get this in a second um but you know we had this discussion last night of like you know there's opportunity for me to go work in denver working for the company i want to work for and all those things you just you're homesick. Is it like I want to be there for two months, or do you want to be there for like a week or two, see the homies, shred the ganar ganar, and do that fun stuff, and then come back to the nice warm sunshine? Or like what's let's go a little deeper into the homesick mind. It's mainly has to do with snowboarding because I will say I I miss plowing my driveway with the four wheeler. That was always therapeutic and fun, even though mm. it took forever. Um, but I just miss the winter elements because we don't really get those here. And I it just makes me cringe when I hear people complain about how it's cold. I put air quotes on that cold. Um, in Tallahassee, and it's barely under 50 degrees. And it's a, the cold here is a lot different than it is in Idaho. But – and I don't think – and then I think about living back in Idaho and I go, I wouldn't want to live there. Particularly in my hometown, I wouldn't want to live there again. Um, at least not where I'm at in this lifetime, or not not lifetime, but in this you know current era that I'm in. Like I've thought about potentially going like to grad school out there, but I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't I don't want to do that. But I just wish I could go spend maybe ten days, two weeks, and spend at least a week of the a week of that seven eight days just on the mountains snowboarding or going snowmobiling but mainly snowboarding mm. so why don't you do that in spring break 
I, uh, finances. Ah, yeah, college budget. Finances. Yeah, and it's the most expensive time to try to go out there mm. is during spring break to try because there's so many flights coming in from the west to Florida and vice versa that those tickets kind of get jacked up and. You know, with uh, college coming to an end, that means my finances are also coming to an <laughs> all-time low. Um, so that's the main reason, but I'm hoping to get out there at some point. Why don't you make it a birthday gift? Hey, 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 ma'am, hey, dad, I graduated college with really good grades. Send me out to go snowboard with my friends. You know, there's there's angles you could play that. Trust me. There, there are, Trust. but, you know, at the, you got to be... And I would, I've used that voice before, and it's worked, the Eric Cartman voice. Please, ma'am, I would love to go to Idaho and see my friends. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of – I still need some help from them, you know. So I'm trying to be picky and choosy about mm-hmm. where I ask my help. So when I really need it, it, I haven't – as my mom would say, I haven't used all the credits that I've put in the bank. Mm, choose thy battles. Choose yes. them wisely. Yes, um, exactly. Before we get to me, one more question. Did you watch New South Park season? I, no. Oh, I dude, you got to. Oh, man. It's like six episodes, and it's so funny. It's all about Randy. Oh, God, dude. I it, love Randy. Randy episodes are probably the best because Cartman episodes can sometimes go off the walls even though they're the f- – sometimes have the funniest jokes because he's such a little shit Mm -hmm. but randy episodes are just hilarious because i see there are so many guys in particular that i know that fit the role of randy did you so did you watch this the season before at all no i've not watched like a full season of south park in a while i don't even think you have to watch this season before but watch his last season because it's he starts a marijuana farm and oh, he, I have seen the Tegrity Farm. I saw the Tegrity first Farms. Tegrity Farms. Yes. Tegrity Farms. And, and he doesn't, uh, and, and the actual theme song is not the going out of South Park. It's going out of Tegrity Farms. And it's just, ah, oh, dude, it's, they predict the China thing, the NBA China thing. Randy's sitting there at the dinner table smoking weed like, I told you guys Tegrity Farms is a great idea. He, he, <laughs> make, <laughs> he, go, he makes deals with China, dude. It's such a funny, it's such a funny concept. But enough of South Park. I am doing well. I am extremely happy. I am, you know, it's sober sober January. We're going to say sober January. It's sober 2020. Sober January, at least. We're going strong. Uh, riding my bike is my new high. I do back to yoga every day. Back to the vegan clean diet. Eliminating sugar is tough. I, had, I, I did dive into Oreos. I'm like, God, I want to be a fat ass. I went and got some Oreos. And, like, you have three Oreos. You're like, I can have three more. Like it's it's only Oreos. What's it gonna do? And you just keep eating them. And then I got so sick of myself that I had like a row left. Thing is, I didn't get like the normal size or the family size. I got the party size because you just go to public <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, it's only a dollar more for twice the Oreos. And they do thirty three percent more than the family size. You're like, eh, whatever. I actually threw away when I had a row and a half left. I'm just like, I'm done. Gronk spiked him in the trash. But besides that, man, I'm good. Ice cold glass of water. Liverpool's flying in the Premier League. Um, uh, the Chiefs are gonna win. The Chiefs are Chiefs are making a run. I don't know if we're gonna talk that much football. So my roommate Anthony's ec- ecstatic. Um, Lakers are the top team in the West. There's just a lot of good things going right now, which is good. Um, I'm golfing a lot, which, I mean, even a bad day, it's like there's, there's a saying down here for us Floridians, us Southern boys. If the, a bad day of fishing beats a better day, it beats a good day at work, and bad day of golfing beats a good day at work. 
eh, sometimes golf golf's frustrating. But um, yeah, this is our fiftieth episode. I don't know what I the, know. I don't. I know we made it. Thank you, thank you for everyone who, who's been listening to us since since Ep One, since the Fern days. Um, just. It's, it's it's an accomplishment to say we're doing this because you know we don't even do this. This is more just a fun release of just it's just a good way to talk. Now we're not doing it as frequently. We're not as not as like um, structured and all that stuff, which we went we went deep in the uh, podcast before. But it's just a nice. It's just nice to be back talking. You know, we text. We don't talk as we still text. We don't talk on the we talk on the phone still. But it's not just like when we talk on the phone. It's not like oh let's talk. What do we got to talk on the pod? Let's talk football. This this that. It's like hey man like. How is life? Let's talk about life. And that's what we're going to use this outlet for even more so. So thank you. You've been rocking with us. And for this 50th episode, first of all, do you have any thoughts? Do you have anything to say about the 50 episodes things? Because we have a special episode. Maybe not be special to listeners, but it's special to us, and that's what matters. I mean, for the I, – I, only one that I truly I, – I know Chinino McFader has been an avid listener, and he loves the pod. Oh, God. He's um, on cloud nine right now too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Chanino McFader. I know both my friends, Kobe and Zach, have listened to the pod. White Mamba! Um, but, I mean, outside of that, I'm not really sure who has all dove into the pod. I, I, my, my girlfriend has listened to the pod when it's actually been things outside of sports because it's things, you know. So, she listened to the last episode. And that's um, it. <laughs> it, it? I mean, she listened to a couple other ones, but, I mean, once it's talk sports, it's just like, I understand. Mm-hmm. I talk sport. I talk sports t- with her enough. Um, I just, thanks. Th- thank you for, for listening and, and uh, rocking the t-shirts for the people that have rocked the t-shirts. Uh, if you want a sticker, been an avid listener to the 50th episode, um, I'll get you a sticker. I still got a whole stack of them on my desk. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, I got no problem going and buying some posted stamps and mailing you a sticker. Um, <laughs> I'd love to get them out there. Um, but it's been a wild ride. You know, we started with the article writing and recorded a little bit. I've gotten a lot more comfortable just kind of speaking freely and slowing down my pace. Like the podcast has helped me in so many other ways than just getting to talk sports with someone I like to talk sports with. It's been, um, it's been a lot of fun. It, it's helped me become a better, like I said, become a better speaker. And I, 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 I know it's not much, but just, just thankful to have someone to continue to podcast with. Yeah. It's nice to have that avenue. Um, no, I'm sending you two videos in Skype, so just check those out. Now, you don't have to listen to them, but as I'm listening to Sade, which is what this episode is dedicated to, I realize that her and my other favorite, Snow Allegra, so the sec- just, just click the videos and see what they're wearing because they're wearing legit the exact same thing. And I just is thought that's... Dude, I'm telling you. I have always seen like, like her most recent album, the cover. She looks so much like Sade. I know. I think she's the. I think she's. She is definitely my my new Sade, and I, no one can replace Sade. But in terms of just, just everything she talks about, it just hits me just like elegance. Yes, and I'm trying to think what her background is. She's. She's Swedish. I don't know. I don't know what that is, but God bless Snow, Snow Norizi, whatever you are. You are just perfect. But all right, at fifty, we are talking Sade. 
We're going to talk Sade, our favorite songs. I don't know if we're going to go too deep. I mean, if we if the conversation leads us to that, where we talk about just how big of a role she plays in our heart and how big of a role she plays in our lives and what she's been through. Because you and I are both, you know, I talked to some, I talked to some homies and it's like, oh, you know, like music's not really like a big parallel and a connection with the person. But for me, music is like, everything i always have headphones on i always have just music and it may not be new music but it's music i love and enjoy and sade is heavy in the rotation with pink floyd with snow legger tom mish boogie you know kendrick just just people like that but we're just going to talk about i think we narrowed it down like last time like five favorite songs i feel like we have the same album our songs are definitely going to overlap because you know there's sade and then there's just like when sade takes it to a level that is just you just can't rival. So, do you want to start? Do you want to talk about our favorite album first, and then go to our songs? That's a good segue because our favorite album has a couple of our favorite songs on it. Well, first off, I just want to say this is kind of have pretty decent timing. Um, Shade's birthday is today's January fourteenth. Shade's yes. birthday is January sixteenth. Mm. So happy sixty one. The Queen is now sixty one. Happy sixty first, early sixty first birthday to our Queen Shade. Yes. Um, her full name is Helen Falashade Adu. Falashade Adu. And I thought this was fitting, especially now looking at it. According to the name meaning.com. <laughs> We're getting deep. I love yeah, it. The name meaning.com. Uh, the meaning of the name Falashade is honor earns a crown. Ah. Oh. oh, man. And she is our queen. Jeez, that's yeah. so beautiful. I'm going to get that tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. So I assume your favorite. We love all of Sade. We love Diamond. We love Diamond Life. F- such a great album. Before we even get to the album thing, I don't think there's any artist that has better intros, top like first and second songs than Sade. Every first and second song of her albums are just bangers. I mean, I'm I'm going to the Wikipedia let's just, page. Let's just go top three songs of each of. The, I think that would even be a better way to rank her albums. Would be which, not even as a whole, because they're all so different. I think, mm-hmm. but just looking at which one s- kicks off top three best. Her first album, Diamond Life, first oh, three God. songs. Smooth <laughs> Operator. She's a smooth operator. Smooth operator. And then it goes, Smooth Operator, Your Love is King, Hang On to Your Love. Like three of my, two of my top three songs, and Smooth Operator is her most famous song. Oh, yeah. And the first line is, Diamond Love, Lovers Come. I love her. God. It's such a good, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and it's like, it says like cassette. So I w- I'm going to get down cassette. But I mean, Wait. Did you say two of your three favorite Sade songs are those three? Your Love is King and Hang On to Your Love are two of my favorite Sade songs. Oh, man. The saxophone on Your Love is King is just glorious. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, man. I need to do some... I need to do some research because there's this... Oh, my. Speaking of the saxophone player... Saxophone player, shout out to you, Stuart Colin Matthew Man. That's his last name, Matthew Man. 
He has been her guitarist and saxophone and head writer with Sade. So shout out to you, because you are just the king if that's what you're doing. If you're writing music with Sade and you're doing all of these things, and he's an avid cyclist, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's everything. This guy's everything. Um, all right. So she came out the gates with Diamond Life. The album cover is phenomenal. We actually were going to use that album cover as like a font style for our logo, but we ended up not going that. Um, but I mean, she just looks so, she looks so young in this vid, in like that picture. And I'm trying to think how old she was. Let me do some math real quick. 1984. So, and she was born. That's 36 years ago. She was born in 1984. Or the album came out in 1984 and the came out 59. So she was, uh, 35? No. Guess, Guess when it was released in the United States. When? On my birthday. <laughs> I wow. did everything. It's... Oh, God, I love this woman. All right. Let's go on to album number two. Promise. I mean, the three songs are three hits to me. Is it a crime? More saxophone glory. Just another just phenomenal... Phenomenal across the board. The sweetest taboo. I mean, it's that's such a good song. But, but I mean, I, do you, do you want to sing? I'm saving my vocals for for a couple albums on the line. But I'm trying. Um, you give me, you give me the sweetest taboo. There's a quiet storm. Oh, God, it's it, and like I've talked about this. I've tried to explain this to people. Um, that ask me why I love Sade. And they may not even ask me why. I might just try start telling them because I do that at times. Um, but it's the balance between lyrics that have so much meaning and then the music that allows you to contemplate and think about and soak in those lyrics. Mm-hmm. And between Is It a Crime and The Sweetest Taboo, it's it's just something I just wish everyone would wanted to experience it. Mm-hmm. I, I I've thought about it a lot because I've listened to like some old playlists I used to listen to in high school, and versus me like I don't want to say exclusively listening to Sade, but when it's a really pretty morning and I'm walking across campus, I I put on some Sade. Oh yeah, because it just like makes me jive you know and i feel like i'm grooving so much more than everyone else not that it's a competition but i'm definitely winning if it was um and i'm like jiving out you know and i just wonder what life was like before shot a because as nino knows he's we have i have a shot a cd in my car um that i listen to all the time i i wonder how many times i've listened to that thing through quite a few um i have two cds in my in my car i have Sade, um, which one is it? Um, the best of Sade? No. Yeah, the best of Sade. The one that starts with Your Love is King. Um, and then I have the Jay-Z's first album. Um, Reasonable Doubt. God. Yeah, those are the two CDs I have. Thank you, Nino, for the donations. Reasonable Doubt could be the greatest hip-hop album to ever exist. It's phenomenal. And Adam, and shout out to you, Adam. You do not listen to this, I know. I've tried telling you for years to listen. Just give it a try. 
and you don't. It's okay, though. So if you're listening to this, hey, Adam, if you're not, typical. Um, he was a Jay-Z hater, you know. I introduced him to uh, interest in hip-hop, but I showed him Nas, showed him a lot of the hip-hop, pointed him in the right direction, but he never got into Jay-Z. And your brother, Tom, shout-out Tom, um, reverse shout-out Tom for ghosting me and Adam, um, but he just never did it. And then the second it, they came on Spotify, I'm like, dude, just listen to, listen to his albums. And he's like, yeah, that's the best. He's like, it may be the best album ever. Like, I agree. He is the GOAT. Like, I finally see it. But you hit you hit the Sade thing on the, exa- on the exact same thing. Like, I'm riding my bike on the trails, and I have my headphones on. And the second I hear Sade drop, I'm like, ah. I don't even like nothing. I just, like, my face just lights up, and I just, like, go a lot slower in my bike ride. I'm like, I'm going to take off a couple, a couple um, MPHs, RPMs, and just vibe. Because it's just so – there's nothing better vocally than Sade – on a nice, on a nice day, even on a sad day, she has the songs for sad days too. Because my favorite song off this album, which I have listening to right now, never as good as the first time. I love that song. And it is the truest thing in the world, honestly. Have you? Uh, there's a Twitter account that's like really dope into into this. Have you ever listened to any of her interviews or anything when she talks about uh, her first two albums? I don't, but there is an article I pulled up. I'm trying to find the picture of this Ian Watts dude um, that's called Sade Addresses Her Demons, and it was put out in 2010, and guess what day this article was put out? Your birthday. February 27th, my birthday. I was just like, Jesus, man. Um, um, but I have not listened to her interviews. She talked about, like, never as good as the first time a lot of the times gets in interpreted as a like a love song mm-hmm. in terms of a romantic partner yeah but i remember her i watched an interview and she talked about how it was more um her dad had passed away mm. and it was more so that whole album was more so about a, a dedication to him because the pr- promise came from something out of a letter that he had r- written her in the past that she cherishes. That's so beautiful. Have you seen so too? Have you seen the never as good as the first time video? Cause it is black Music video. I, yes. I'm watching it now and it is black and white and she is riding a black horse through a giant farm yes, desert. I have watched this. She is perfect. But yeah, I mean, even that's the beautiful beauty about it is that you can interpret her music in multiple ways. Like I interpret that as like, the love part of me, as we dance to remember. Um, and it's just like, it's true. Stuff is not as good as that first experience because we keep searching for that high and that experience to, to rival that first time we had it. But, I mean, God, I'm, just, I'm just sorry. She's just like bucking this Bronco right now, racing a motorcycle, so it's kind of intense right now. But, I mean, yeah. Another just... Ready? I'm just. I mean, I don't know, man. You you summed it up this album up so perfectly with what the interview you took from that. So, you ready to go to the next album? Yeah, let's just keep on rolling. Stronger than pride, and this just has. Just it just has hits, and this is one thing I will appreciate about Sade. All of her albums, a ten or eleven songs, under an hour. Just just you can get it in with an hour. It's perfect for drives, and she she ebbs and flows like it's a sad one, not a sad. It's like soft, 
something you dance to. Soft, something you dance to. And this album has Love is Stronger Than Pride, Paradise, Nothing Can Come Between Us to start off the album. Those are, once again, some of her best art, some of her best songs. Across the board. I'm going to YouTube to look up these songs right now. This might be, like, I know Love Deluxe oh, yeah. is hard to beat because having Cherish the Day at six mm. and Kiss of Life, and it follows up Kiss of Life, but this song, this album through and through is one of, if, if you are in a love debacle, this album will carry you through mm-hmm. and i've i've even told my friend zach um i was like just listen th- all the way through her albums from the uh, from from just how they came out in chronological order and you will learn something different about love in each one of them and you can almost kind of paint your own picture of how what heartbreak and sorrow that she's felt and also the beautiful side of love that she is that she has felt i mean but she teaches she teaches not to like love is stronger than pride that's the name of the album i'm listening to that song right now but it's it, it's it's teaching that there's more than just being right that if you truly do want it and you truly do cherish it that you'll make it work and you'll do what you have to do. And if not, then if, it, if things have to go, because, you know, it, it, the, the, the ninth song on the last two songs are uh, the last three songs on Stronger Than Pride are three of my favorites. Mm. Give it up. Give it all. Strong. Surrender your love. <laughs> like, surrender your love to me. Like, it's just... She just sings so with so much grace about just letting it go and just giving it all to the person that you love. And then the next two songs are I Never Thought I'd See the Day and I Never Thought I'd See the Day. I knew I'd need a miracle to make you stay. Like it's talking about even if you give all your love to someone that they may still decide to leave. And they may still not want to be with you. And then the last song, which is just pure instrumental, and her band absolutely kills it, but it's called entitled in Spanish, "Siempre hay esperanza," mm. and it means, and it means there is always hope. I think this. I'm trying to see. The, I think this is when she was going through her first divorce. Let me Google that. It was '88, and it's per- her her last. I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. She's been married three times, right? This was right before she started mar- uh, dating Carlos Pligo. Um, let me go to let me go to professional life. Yeah, she was dating Robert Elms. This was around that time. Who's a English writer and broadcaster? But I mean, I've been listening to "Love Is Stronger Than Pride" this whole time, and I don't think she says more than like. 30 words in this whole entire thing but everything is powerful and like the top two comments prince considered this to be one of the most beautiful songs ever and listening to this at 2 a.m thinking of my ex wish i could hate him but i still really do love them 
sigh love is indeed stronger than pride and common sense apparently and that's and she puts such strong human emotions into simple terms through simple music because it's all it's simplistic beauty that's the way i describe her music because she's not saying anything that's like you need to analyze like you need someone to go like there's a great podcast called dissect yeah you don't need to dissect it these are she is literally speaking raw emotions and there's the one thing that I took from an interview with her is that she said, I do not make music unless I'm inspired. You're not going to get anything out of me that is fake. You're not going to get anything out of me that I'm st- struggling to write. I'm going to, when I'm inspired, I will get in the studio and I will write. And she says that. And something I, it's, it's selfish for me to say, but no, um, tortured artists, like they create their, you, they create their best music when they're tortured and stuff, which is terrible, but... One thing that I feel like Sade does a great job of is that when she gets tortured, she understands, you know what, maybe someone I can help someone in this manner and stuff like that. And Love is Stronger Than Pride is such a great song. It's, I mean, you just go through a whirlwind in emotions, emotions, and sometimes those emotions are good. But then after that, she goes right into Paradise, which is such a crazy back-to-back because it goes from work through your shit Love is stronger than being right and being pride and having pride to paradise, which is pretty much just about the happiness of love and all that stuff. Like she's wearing a sombrero right now, singing to a little girl. You know, it's just like, I mean, she's awesome, dude. It just, it's just a continuation of the worship of Church Sade, and she's our Lord and Queen. It's just like, she's awesome. There's, there's no other way around it. And let me ask this question. Don't even relate this to your girlfriend. Um, yes. Um, but uh, all the way. One other quick thing. I don't know who the background vocalist is in these two songs, but that guy who comes in with just a um, yo, it's like he's he he deserves a raise. But um, it's such a back. Because your girlfriend wasn't a Sade fan before. Like, is Sade such an important part of your life that like you someone you want to be with in a hypothetical world let's, el- let's eliminate Olivia sorry Olivia I'm just eliminating you from this general question and topic but like if you meet someone who likes Sade you're instantly going to be like oh yeah like we're going to hit it off immediately because of that one thing are you one of those people yeah even if it's like not even in a romantic sense yeah yeah sorry I but just yeah but even because Olivia has has uh I, I catch her singing Sade sometimes, and I don't know if it's because she gets it stuck in her head, or I think she genuinely enjoys it. I don't. She didn't really have a choice if she wanted to hang out with me, though, because we were gonna <laughs> listen to Sade. Um, like, if I was ever in charge of music, we're more than likely gonna be listening to Sade. But if I ever meet anyone that's a fan of Sade, I like to. I go, oh yeah, we're gonna have something to talk about because anyone that's a fan of Sade has their own deeper meaning and deeper understanding of their music like for example like i post post malone has a great song called circles is that what, is that what it's called i've um, never in my yes, life listened to called post circles malone. and i heard it like for one of the first times on his new year's um eve when he was on tv and i was like this is a good song but in terms of being this deep and intricate and sophisticated music that kind of encompasses a whole lot and i just like gravitate towards it 
I like it because it's a good song, but not because it has a whole, like, holds a deeper meaning. You don't really, I don't, I haven't really met a whole lot of Sade fans, but you don't really meet a lot of casual Sade fans. Mm -mm. They're all in or all out. And it's interesting to see how people find their own way of being all in on Sade and what it means to them. And also finding, because, like, my favorite Sade songs, for the most part, at the top, stay the same. But I trend very differently in which ones I listen to at the most because of the way they just kind of flow in and out. I'm like, wow, this one's really resonating with me. Or I catch different things in her songs that I have not heard before, like in terms of instruments, because it's so layered. Like, there are just so many different parts of her band that are at play if you really take the time to, like, concentrate and listen to her music like just the musical aspect of it there are so many different layers beyond just the vocals and it's fun listening to what other Sade fans have to say about those intricacies um i kind of want to pull up an example come. i feel nothing um, can come maybe nothing think, can come between us i want to say paradise nothing is a good come. example nothing can come Nothing can come. Paradise is a great example because you got a great bass line. You got the drums, the bongo drums going on. And then eventually you get the guitar and the sax that come in. And oh, I just love her. This is something I don't understand. Sorry, she jams this song too. Um, she mumbled that. I did too. Um, is that. Shadi's so mainstream. She's there because Drake has multiple tattoos about her. J. Cole raps about her. My only young I wish I was I wish I was too um older for Shade Adu. Did I sent you a tweet that says what what I don't remember what it said, like Shade is queen is my queen or Shade is life? Like that was Diddy. Like she and LeBron Snow said LeBron tweeted something about Shade a couple weeks ago. LeBron does. Uh, and Snow Allegra sounds like Sade. There's just not is kind of culted from the same exact like mold. Like it's just such good music. But I feel like that comes from my parents a lot. Like my parents, like I remember my dad had Sade albums. I didn't listen to them, but I knew about her and I knew Smooth Operator. I knew all these songs. And then you go to college and you're like, and you're finding some new things. You maybe token on some uh, Devil's Lettuce. And you're just hanging out at the crib. And you just stumble upon this music and you're like, oh my God. And personally, when I found Sade, I was depressed in college. I can talk about my depression. It's cool. I ballooned up to 275. I quit a job. I was literally didn't go to school, failing schools. It was, it was a good time. You know, everyone, everyone goes to college for their own reasons. That was mine. And I found Sade. And she wasn't like the reason my life turned around, but a combination of her and Pink Floyd coming to as one just like because there's no because it's all about just overcoming a lot of stuff like pink floyd's more like overcoming government overcoming like you know love all that stuff sade is personal relationships and you have to get over that self and before you before you love someone else you have to love yourself i mean yeah before you love someone else you have to love yourself and it's just and until you do that your the relationship's gonna fail and then once you do and then it's like the progression of her albums like i mean this whole album, like you said, is about overcoming obstacles 
for love. And if you can overcome those and get over all that, your relationship will be great. And it will be what you want it to be. It, to be, it, you, it, it is what you put in all that stuff. So, I mean, gosh, Stronger Than Pride such a great album. Do you have anything else to add to this? Rolling Stone gave it two out of five stars. Hey, Rolling Stone, fuck you. Um, uh, any other things hey, before... Go ahead. About about this album in particular, I don't think so. Um, I just love the back end of it because it talks about how much... The, the whole album just talks about how much how much you can give with love. No matter how much you give... You may still never see a day where you thought you need a miracle to make someone stay, mm-hmm. but there's always still hope. Mm-hmm. I just think I just love that message. Yeah, very well said, Noah. Very well said. Shall I move on to the the uh, my favorite album, the namesake yes. of the namesake of this pod? It's it is the Love Deluxe. It is nine songs it is 45 minutes and 47 seconds in length the opening song is is our what we named our pod after the song after that is in my top five favorite shot a songs you go down i i couldn't love you more such a great song like a tattoo definitely think that there's that josh who there's like a tattoo song i think by is it by colby colet or one of those like josh down people Definitely took it the whole concept from Sade. Then Kiss of Life, which is I have on right now. It led me what to you. Who just took the concept from Sade? Who, what'd you say? There's a song called Tattoo by like Joss Stone or I gotta think it up. Tot, yeah, Jordan Sparks. She has a song called... Uh, Tattoo. I can't believe I'm actually going to pause Shot Day for George Park. So George Park can kind of sing. In the lyrics. Let me just read the lyrics. You're like a tattoo. I'll always have you. That's the, that's the chorus. Except it's like a, a modern over some shitty beats and stuff like that with shitty vocals and stuff. But, I mean, after that, into Kiss of Life. And then into... A song that I think embodies Sade, lyricist-wise, musically-wise, vocally-wise, and that is Cherish Today. But before we... And then Pearl's Bulletproof Soul Mermaid. It is just, in my opinion, one of the best albums ever. It is my favorite Sade album ever. It has, like I said, the ebbs and flows of music and beats and lyrics. and it's just It's just so gorgeous, man. But let's start at the top. With no ordinary love, what? What does I mean? Do we even have to explain this song? Really? Do we even have to get into it deep? We can because we are no ordinary pod. Are you speechless? I, no, no. I, I thought you were. I thought you were continuing to speak. Oh, I know. Um, this is one of her most favorite. Her one of her most famous songs. Oh my god. It has 97 million views on YouTube, and guess when the fucking music video was published? Not my, bir- not my birthday. My ex's birthday. It's everywhere, mm. man. Sade's everywhere. But the floor is yours. This, this 
I've watched uh I've watched Blue Planet with this uh album with this album yeah. and that is magical. If you ever want to like experience Blue Planet in a completely different way, I've kind of learned that it works with all of the episodes because of the way the the speed of the angles um and the speed of the photography mm-hmm. or videography, I guess you could say. Um, works great with this Sade album. I don't know if it's just the BPM slot match up perfectly or whatever, but I think they took... I want to say I heard somewhere they took it off Netflix. Blue yes, Planet. it's off Netflix. Planet Earth everything. It all is. By the way, you love I mentioned Blue Planet. No Ordinary Love music video is her as a mermaid. Oh, I know. It's, it's what makes it even more perfect. I know. I gave you all but I've love, my turned God, off the commentary and just I muted can. the TV and put music <sighs> on and listened to this album while starting Blue Planet simultaneously, and it okay. rocked my socks. Dude, and I've you- shown many <laughs> other people, and they have also had their socks rocked. Me included, man. The episode where the dolphin it's about the dolphins. And right when the beat drops and feel no pain, the dolphin starts swimming. I'm just like, I started cracking the fuck up when it happened I'm like this is the best I, t- I passed it on to people I'm like dude if you want to have personally speaking if you want to toke and have a good little night you just throw on some you throw on some Sade Blue Planet and you just sit there and you just laugh and then sometimes she gets in the vocals you're just like I don't know what's going on right now it's just such a beautiful combination it feels like you're watching the most beautiful Sade music video ever without Sade being in it and the lyrics sometimes not all the time but would sometimes match up line up perfectly with what was happening and then the theme of it it just it was it was beautiful that was one of my because I I do that a lot like when I watch sports I don't listen to the commentary all the time unless if it's I was listening to Kerb Herb Street last night and I'll listen to Tony Romo Gus Johnson too um but outside of that not I, I can live with it. Like, the Monday Night Crew, I only listen if I'm trying to laugh. Because Booger is hilarious. But... <laughs> oh, man. I just... I, this this album... It changes from... I just have differing opinions on which ones I truly... I, I always change which ones I love the most. Because Cherish the Day is always there but sometimes kiss of life uh resonates so well with me um i love be- uh bulletproof soul because mm-hmm. i think this album has a lot of meaning behind it a lot more that you can kind of dive into i think uh stronger than pride can tell you a lot about how to not let your ego get in the way of love and to allow yourself to feel your emotions and it's okay if you mess up and want to go and follow your heart and follow your gut rather than be prideful and do what you think you should do or leave people behind like you feel like you want to. Um, But this album dives into... uh, I don't know, this album just has a lot. It means a lot to me. Keep trying for you... Oh, God, I'm going right to feeling up. It is. I mean, I'm, I hope that the people are listening can understand. Like, we talk about Sade a lot, but like, she has a lot 
lot to like it's it goes deeper than just surface like you know good music and stuff like it's just it comes different it hits different when a woman is singing exactly what you're going through more so than a guy like John Mayer there's only like a couple male artists that can talk to me like that like John Mayer where the light is live concert I pretty much cry after I hear the first three songs almost every time four songs because it goes right into free falling and just like Jesus Christ dude I can't handle this right now um it's a great album. Oh, God. It's on my Mount Rushmore. I have a Mount Rushmore of albums. Sade's... I don't know if I have Sade in my Mount Rushmore of albums, but as a collective artist, she has to be up there at top five for me. But Feel No Pain... I mean, Feel No Pain is all about just helping people. And this was... Bef- the mental awareness around the world is go- is growing happily. Thank- like, thankfully, you could talk about this. Mm. And this song is all about just, you know, checking up on your homies. No matter what, just be like, hey, extend an invite to see if they want to come out. And if they don't, just hang, just make sure they're okay. Ask these questions. It's okay to ask okay. And I'm watching a music video right now. And there's just a guy, she's singing, and there's guys just crying and stuff, and he's just alone. It's, he's going to come back on everyone if you don't let them dance. And it's just like, it's like there's that phrase, it takes a village to raise a kid. It takes, you know, some people like me, I'm an introvert. I'm an anti, so I don't know what I am. I don't like to class myself, but I'm someone who's calm. I don't like to talk. If you want to talk to me, I will talk to you about feelings and stuff, but just know you're going to be getting the deep feelings. Like, I'm not just going to, you're not just getting the surface bullshit. Like, oh, I'm fine. Like, you know, this. like you want to know the inner makings of my brain? Let's go. And this song is like, I mean, and feel no, pretty much saying to me, Talk to these people, not to a point where you can help them, but just so you can help them overcome pain because suffering and pain are more that like you can see that you sometimes you can't, sometimes you can. It's all about bringing out that from the inside for people and just being like, you know, let's talk. Let's talk. Like, let's let's not help just be this alone loop. The person just sits by yourself all day. So, I mean, I mean, I'm even just rambling on right now because I'm just listening to the song, and it's just, it's just so beautiful. The beat is perfect. It's just great. It's just great. It's my, it's my, it's my second favorite Sade song ever. It really Behind is. Behind Cherish the Day. Behind the one and only Cherish the Day, man. I. It's it's the simplest thing in the world. This joyous, soulful song embraces one to cherish each and every single day. It's the simplest meaning, but the way she sings it is just unbelievable. And I don't even know what I don't even know what that little stringy thing is in the background. But th- if I hear that, you know what I'm talking about though, like the like that little thing in the background. If I uh, hear that, cherish the day. Yes, my face. I think it's guitar. My face just lights up instantly, and I'm just automatically happy because. I'll, when I go on my, I'll go on like twenty-five mile bike rides with my homie Matt, and Matt doesn't listen to this. And we'll be sitting there, and we'll be cruising, and I'll have my, we'll have a, we'll each have a ear, uh, wireless headphone in, all my music playing, and this song comes on, I'll make him stop, turn up the volume all the way, and be like, dude, let's just not talk, let's just embrace what's going on for these four and a half minutes, because we're we're happy, we are healthy. We are in the company of light, pretty much lifelong best friends. There's nothing else to it. Like she just said, like I'm listening to it. This is my prayer. Cherish today. 
and that's and then it's and it's such a great love song too. But I'm not in love right now, so it's just cherish today with the people around you. If you were mine, this this like you were saying, it doesn't have to be a love romantic thing, because you can love anyone. You can love your homies, and it's just like you know, just cherish this before we leave because I don't want to go anywhere. And it's just, I mean, I love this song, dude. I fucking love this song. And that's what I, you know, a lot of artists and, and, and music that's created is based a lot off of romance. And a lot of it, uh, like a, a country music too, is based off, you know, a lot of like romance, guy and girl or any type of ro- romantic relationship, but... So many of her songs can be applied to so many different relationships and so many different aspects of those relationships. Because like I said earlier, she promised was about her dad. And a lot of people thought that it was, oh, writing about some loved one. He goes, she's like, no, I was sad because my dad had passed away and I wrote that from the heart. And like you mentioned earlier, she doesn't write anything if she doesn't feel the desire or feel the inspiration and she that's exactly what I want in my artist and it sucks that you know she's not she doesn't just churn out music but that's also what makes her music timeless is because her first album came out in 84 her most recent album came out in 2010 her newest most recent song came out a couple years ago for a movie Um, for not even for her yeah for a movie um And all of her albums preach a different message while still keeping the continuity of wholesome music, beautiful melodies, and just just enjoying it. And I really just enjoy... I I study the Sade even though it's hard to sometimes because I start jamming out too much. But there's... I just love 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 Deluxe is a great album is a great album you know what I just read about Love Deluxe which makes perfect sense so that guy that guy Matthew Mann he played a major role in the development of Maxwell one of my favorite R&B artists in his first two albums and this song Cherish Today sounds so much like Maxwell's debut album that it is actually mind-blowing me right now. It is blowing it, my fucking mind right now. Maxwell, that, I love that album. I, listen, I studied to that album, too. Oh, my God. It's called, I think, Urban Something. It's going to piss me off. I don't remember. Because you're still welcome. What is it called? Urban Hangout Suite. Yes, Urban Hang Suite. It is such a great album. And it's... And the producer, there it is, Matthew Man, right there. Jeez, that's awesome. That is so dope. That just made my day. I am 100% going back to ride my bike. That's the thing. This type of good music makes me just want to get in, get on my bike, and just cruise. And it gives me an excuse to be outside, like sitting around. Like if I was going to sit around the house, personally speaking, and just throw on Sade 
and I wasn't like cooking. I was just sitting in my room reading. I can't because my mind just goes way elsewhere because my mind just gets deep into the music. But riding a bike and you just smile and people see, I mean, I have long hair. If, you have, if people who are listening have never seen me, um, I have long hair. No, I, I, have, I have flow, you could say. I give off, I mean, like I said, I do yoga, vegan, and I, I'm a very laid-back person. But I also, when I ride my bike and work out and stuff outside, I wear this tie-dye cloth around my head. as like a headband, you know, keeps the hair, that, hair out of my face, keeps the sweat off my face, all that stuff. And I'm just driving, and I'm just always, and I can just, I don't like the, like the oh, like, let's, like how I give off vibes and stuff, but people must drive on the street and always see this dude with the, with tie-dye headband, the long hair, sunglasses on, just, I'm just smiling the whole time, and I'm smiling because I have Sade, and there's, and what is there to get upset about? We're all, we're, it's just, it's just so beautiful, man. It's, it's so awesome, and I'm gonna listen to Maxwell right now because it's, I mean, we only have, I think, we have like two Sade albums left. One of them is the best of Sade, which is just, I mean, I don't recommend people just to dive right into to the greatest hits albums, but I mean, Your Love is King, Hang On to Your Love, Smooth Operator, Jezebel, The Sweetest Taboo, Is It a Crime, Never As Good As The First Time, Love Is Stronger Than Pride, Paradise, Nothing Can Come Between Us, No Ordinary Love, Like a Tattoo, Kiss of Life, Please Send, someone, please send Me Someone to Love, Cherish Today in Pearls. That could be one of the greatest, greatest hits albums ever. And it's not just all of her, like, don't get me wrong, a lot of her best songs are on here. But it's not just about all of the upbeat radio hits that she's had. Mm-hmm. Like to have Like a Tattoo, Pearls to end the album, Is It a Crime, which was, but Jezebel's also a phenomenal song. I just love that it starts with "Your Love Is King" because I—that's one of my favorite songs. That's what—that is one I love dancing to. Isn't far before? How does this only have two hundred seven thousand fucking views on YouTube? God, what? I need to Maxwell. E- welcome, yeah. Welcome sounds just like Cherish today, except like a couple RPMs up. Ah, I read somewhere that Maxwell and Sade may have dated too. I mean, I wish they did so they could have a baby because that would be the most musically talented baby of all time. That's what I was just about to say. But all right, the final Sade album. No, there's two more. I don't. They're not really my favorite. Lovers Rock, and uh, what's the final one? It's gonna bother me if I can't. Soldier remember. of Love. Soldier of Love. Yes, yes. So I will give you the floor to those because I like to stick to more. Um, I like to stick to the old Sade more so, but you, by all means, the floor is yours for both of these albums. Uh, Lover's Rock is probably, if I had to rank the albums, would probably be on the lowest one. Um, there are a lot, like Lover's Rock, the actual song Lover's Rock, which is the 10th out of 11 songs on the album, is a great uh, song, but this is one of her more generic love albums Mm -hmm. it's a very easy listen um like there's a song somebody already broke my heart dun 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 you know like and and there are a lot of easy listens 
uh, like I said, and By Your Side, which is what starts this album with, um, By Your Side, and then Flow, and King of Sorrow. Those three songs, again, are really good, but again, this this album is probably the easiest listen, but the one of the easier listens, but it isn't... I don't know if I've ever met anyone that says that Lover's Rock is their favorite album. I just wish that I could. I'd be curious to meet someone that is that does have this as their favorite album because I would love to know why. There's no way, man. There's no way. I, I agree. But I would if there is someone, I would love to know why. That's like saying that's like saying someone's pink favorite Pink Floyd album is the Vision Bell. I'm just gonna slap you in the face immediately. Sorry for cutting you off. It's okay. But I don't really have much to say about this album outside of that. Um, It's a good album. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just in comparison to... It's hard to come up with an album out after Love Deluxe. (laughs) I know, man. (laughs) Like, you come out with Love Deluxe... And then it, it, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's what happened to Kanye, but it's kind of what happened to Kanye. Whoa, it's, whoa, whoa. Okay. What, what was your last good, what was your personal last good Kanye album? Um, no, I was just saying in terms of the, in terms of the pyramid mm. that I was about to, because my favorite Kanye album is my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Absolutely. Mount Rushmore and for I feel me. like that was the epitome of it. But that's not to say that Watch the Throne. I liked Yeezus. I there were some good songs in Yeezus. Yeezus uh, season approaching. Li- Fuck whatever, y'all been mother. Yeah, that's a good. Life album. of Pablo had some, it wasn't my favorite, but it had some pretty good songs. I I don't know how. I, go ahead. No, I, I, you can just finish your thought. I want to say I listened to Life of Pablo yesterday. It's funny you say that. And there's like a couple hiccups in the middle of the album, but the beginning of it with Ultra Light Beam, and then it closes at the point where Waves. Let me pull up the track list. Sweet Lady. Um, where is it? Track list. Jesus Christ is a long thing. Just give me to the track list. When you get to Waves to um, FML. With the weekend to real friends, where he talks about uh, a great. It's actually a really good song, but then he talks about how his cousin stole his laptop. And he had to pay a quarter million for it. Uh, Wolves with Sia, fun, interesting vocals, bad lyricists, a Frank Ocean snippet. Thirty hours is so funny. No more parties in L.A. Kanye and Kendrick. Kanye bodies Kendrick on a on a with, with lyrics just crazy. Facts is funny because he talks shit about Nike. Fade is a very good song, and Saint Pablo maybe my favorite Kanye song in like ten years. So I love that album, but I didn't mean to cut you off again. I'm just everyone. If people go, you go in like Tampa from like high school and stuff and elementary school. The one thing they they say Duggar, they're gonna think of Kanye immediately because I've been literally listening to Kanye since 2003 when he dropped College Rap. Like that is my dude. Although his new shit is god awful. I'm assuming you didn't like Yay and Nope. Jesus is King. Nope. The only thing I liked about Ye's is the the album picture. There are some <laughs> song, the album picture is of the Tetons, so I'm naturally inclined to think 
could I listen to this album while I'm in the in the in the Tetons? And I think I could. Oh yeah, you could definitely for sure. It's probably a phenomenal snowboarding album. It's probably would, really good. I love listening to Kanye snowboarding. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Love Deluxe was kind of like um, was kind of like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and then it's kind of it, it, it's hard to just come have an album after that mm-hmm. and so that's kind of where lovers rock is in that regard um soldier of love has never been my favorite but as i've listened to it more and more the better and better it's gotten i'm just not i like the back end of this album so much more than the beginning i don't think the first i think this is the only album she's put out where the first three songs aren't arguably the best three songs Mm -hmm. because the moon in the sky doesn't like is okay but doesn't really do it for me soldier of love also doesn't really do it for me that much and morning birds meh but if you look at the last the middle album uh out of 10 songs six seven eight nine and ten so just the back half be that easy bring me home in another time skin in the safest place if you are enduring that heartbreak once again and need to find the strength to push on through, this is this album is incredible. Because I like be that I'm listening to it right now, hold up. But I, I got Saint, the, I got Saint Pablo going, we're all good. I think the two best songs back to back would be in another time and then skin because in another time girls soon they'll mean nothing to you. And then it's skin where it's kind of like the opposite of tattoo. Oh, excuse you. Thank you. Um, it's kind of the opposite of tattoo because it's talking about washing people off of their skin and becoming a new and but again her first what well three four albums are her best the 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 21st century has not have not been her best albums Mm -hmm. but i'm praying that she releases just at least one more because i want to be a part of a sade album release where i wait until Mm -hmm. midnight and it just comes and i enjoy it and I just listen to the beautifulness that she has to offer. Mm. Amen. If myself use too much and lose too much, because if I'm up way too much, I'm out of touch. God, I, I need. Can Kanye get back in his rapping bag? I'm sorry, it's pissing me off. Um, but yeah, man, we've been we've been through all the albums. What's your favorite one? That's such a tough one. Some um, I was turning on the news and they was burying me. One set of footsteps you was burying Let me put it this way. If there was only one album that I could listen to of Sade for the rest of my life. I think I would do a coin flip between Diamond Life and Love Deluxe. Mm. Alright, now I'm going to make it tougher for you. Because we originally said five songs, but we're going three songs. Top favorite three Sade songs. 
you only have room for three Sade songs on your on your iPod Shuffle. Which three songs will be on that? Walk all over me. Cherish the day. I'm there with it you. Never, it literally never disappoints. It's so good. <laughs> Cry overseas. Wear anything that in between. Church in the night sky. Oh, one song we did not mention, but probably one of my favorite of her- of hers, Punch Drunk. In the mm. album Promise, it's mm. another one of her pure instrumentals. That one is incredible. I love that song. Mm. I have not listened to that song in a while. That is a good song. Um, my second, Cherish the Day. My, I'll go, I'll go, second? Cherish the Day is one, two, Feel No Pain. I love, I just love that song. It's just a great thing. Like, um, so that's two, uh, and then three for me is Keep Looking. That's such a good song. I know. Keep looking. I think keep looking would be my honorable mention, mm. but I think I would go cherish the day. No ordinary love got to be up there for you. Yeah, I do love no ordinary love. But now <laughs> I hate to say it, and all I hear is no ordinary pod now, and it just makes me laugh. <laughs> um, Check. Come, come now. So, brother number two, I'm the That's one so now. That's so tough. Only three Sade songs for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's against like a extraterrestrial being. I think I would do Hang On To Your Love. Hang on to your love. Sorry for people hurting your ears right there. And... Small soul. But like the CVS open 24. Bit like shadow of a shadow my shadow. Not come on. Like the solar eclipse, I'll bring a knife Man, to a fist so fight. Man, that's so tough. That's a tough one. So when I cut the cheese, you know what it is. Come on, dude. I know, I know. I'm putting you on the spot after this, too, for outside of Sade. I think I have to take one from each of my favorite albums, so I think I'll take uh, Never As Good As The First Time. Never As Good. Second time. We'll live up to the dream. God. All right. So, official list. Me, Cherish the Day 1, Feel No Pain 2, Keep Looking 3. If you can't tell, those are uplifting songs. You, is Cherish the Day 1? You have yeah. no Cherish the Day. You don't have to have an order. Cherish the Day. Hang on to your love. Never as good as the first time. Honorable mention shouts to Keep Looking for you. And for me, it's... Uh, is it a crime? That's my honorable mention. So, I mentioned this throughout the pod. I don't even know if we're going to be able to talk. The only thing we really wanted to talk sports-wise was that LSU is the greatest offense in the history of college football and that we were right about the Tennessee Titans. I want to continue this music talk and I have one more question for you. What are your Mount Rushmore of favorite albums? Mount Rushmore favorite albums? Yes. I'll go first because I've had okay. thought about this. I have "Wish You Were Here" by Pink Floyd, the album, which includes the song "Wish You Were Here." I have "Where the Light Is" by John Mayer. I have "My Dark Beautiful Twisted Fantasy" by Kanye West, and I have "Distant Relatives" by Nas and Damian Marley. So we get. 
four or five? Four. If you want to make it a top five, you can make it a top five, and I can do some research and find a fifth one. Maybe I'll do a shouts for a Sade song because I, I feel like if there are some like very, very left-wing people listening to this, they're like, oh, you're so sexist. There's no women on your list. I'm oh, sorry. Fuck off. I think I would also do Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. I think I would do Diamond Life Diamond by Our Queen. Lovers um, My fifth is going to be so tough to pick. I hate to say, I don't want to copy you so much. I, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I, know. I think I would put... Just because no matter what song I'm listening to on that album, I love it. Um, but um, I woke up this morning and figured I'd call you in case I'm not here tomorrow. I hope that I can call you a peace of mind. I'm behind it was really important. My mind is really distorted. What was I that? I can't remember. The, the, the Jay-Z album? Reasonable Doubt. Reasonable doubt. So I got Pink Floyd. Wish you were here. Diamond life. Diamond. Beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Reasonable, reasonable doubt. doubt. You, if you want to add a fifth, you can. Because I'm so torn between Good Kid, Mad City, and 2014 Forest Still Drives. Oh, I, I take that one out. Unre- that 24 or no, Good Kid, Mad City is takes out unreasonable doubt. Good Kid, Mad City is so goddamn good the same mentality is, has told my brother not that to that one and 2014 force hill drive is it 20 is that what was that yes two of the best snowboarding albums ever god i need a snowboard that's like the main draw about denver i'm like you know what michael if you're gonna live here you better get in the fucking mountains everything dude j cole i have such an i remember the exact i was sitting in Tallahassee, the day, two days after I re, rekindled my relationship with my ex, your brother and I were sitting at the table, you know, doing some cram and some schoolwork. Actually, I was ahead of the, I was ahead of the times. So I was actually a good student at that time, and it, it leaked. And I usually don't listen to leaks. I'm usually I'm gonna buy and support the artist. Listen to this leak, and then when and Fire Squad when he does that K, shoot like KD. I was listening through headphones because your brother was like, I don't want to listen to it right now. I'm doing work. I literally threw my headphones off and said, bro, you got to listen to it. And we were sitting at our house, Vincara Drive, at my old dinner at my old dinner table. And I listened to that every time I leave Mississippi because it, was an, it, was, it would transition my first hour. You know, on the drive back from Mississippi, you see this girl every three weeks. You get emotional because you're leaving and stuff like that. So I would sort of, no BS, I'd fucking cry. I'd drive back and be crying in the car. I'm driving through Mississippi, the mountains and the hills of Mississippi, just throw on this album and it just carried me through the first hour. It's just such a great song. It's it's literally about his I mean album. It's about his journey. And even the intro. Like the intro is him riding a bike in New York. Like I'm watching the video, it's him riding a bike in New York, and it's just like, damn man. And it's such a big part of me because he talks about, you know, moving out west, chasing I'm not, I'm not someone who would chase all that stuff, but he's like, dude. You can make such a big impact from 
home because people know you, they recognize you, and you can inspire them more so than random people. And that it, that has pl- like it just plays a big part in my life. So I mean, between that and Good Kid, Mad City, it's a coin flip to me because those are both two college albums for me where they just hit me. I'm just like, Jesus, man, these are such good. These are, these are such good music. And I hate that mine, like mine, my my albums are predominantly hip hop. But I mean, it is what it is, dude. It's, it's. I mean, shouts to Bill Withers live at Carnegie Hall. Shouts to Snow Allegra, Ugh, those feels again and feels. Boogie, his la- his album debut album last year. Honest to God, is my most listened to album of last year probably. Uh, I mean, there's some could Kid Cudi. Uh, man on the moon part one there's just keeps going on of all these music and stuff and if you can set, catch a vibe i don't really listen to like fun happy music it's i don't listen to music to be like you know future all this t- like that's not for me personally like i need the talent i need to feel your emotion and stuff like drake oh drake take care another classic it's just i mean yeah but I have, those are my top four, and if I had to throw a top five in, I'm flipping a coin for 2014 Forest Hills Drive and uh, Good Kid, Mad City. So, yeah. Do you have That's, any? Do you have anything else? Um, I don't think so. Do we have anything else that we wanted to discuss? I don't really feel like talking football. Yeah, I just don't care about it. My Super Bowl pick's still alive. I wish I would have bet on it. Just like I wish I would have bet on the Raptors winning the title. Just like I wish I would have bet on the Lakers winning the title this year. But I'm I'm retiring from gambling. Fantasy football, I'm out I'm out the game. Did you go Chiefs Packers? I went Packers over Chiefs, baby. The master gets the apprentice. Oh, um he doesn't even have any albums, but shout out to FKJ. He has an album called F French French Kiwi Juice, which is what FKJ stands for. I highly recommend throwing that on. Jeez, I'm gonna. I I biked for like forever today, and I'm just gonna go bike again because I have nothing else. I don't want to. I don't want to go get gas in my car. I don't want to. And then golfing seems like a, a like a a nuisance right now. So I'm just gonna hop on the old Duffy baby and just cruise and throw on some music for a couple hours and just explore beautiful nature, man. That's what I'm about these days. I'm finally doubling down on who I am, and it feels great. It fucking feels great, man. Ugh. Well, Michael, we finally had a shot a podcast. I know, and we waited was, for the perfect time. It was a little, uh, I wish we had the capabilities of playing some of her music and excerpts. Um, Fuck that. Hey, Google, play Feel No Pain. See if you can hear it. I have a Google phone, so it was like doing that. Can you hear it? Oh, I can hear it. Oh yeah, great outro. <laughs> Just imagine your your little toke. The lights. It's like two in the morning. All the lights are off. And right then, you just see some dolphins swimming in unison, hopping through the ocean, man. Mama been laid off. Hey Google. Hey Google. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking Google doesn't listen.
Um, but yeah, all right. Um, I mean, we did go an hour and 15 minutes on Sade, which is when I mean, we could go forever. We didn't even do any research about this, really. We were just talking about what the music feels about us. And that's what we're about in 2020. Oh, shouts, everyone. It's 2020. I don't know what the year is in the Chinese calendar. Let me look that up real quick. Year of the, it's the year of the rat. That's not a good year. (laughs) (laughs) We're not in the rat yet. We're not in the rat yet. What are we in the, is it the rabbit? Come on, help me out. We are in. Are you talking to me? Help you out? What? No, go ahead. Continue. No, I'm I'm just, I'm like, I typed in year of the, of this and nothing's coming up. Jesus, what year are we in? Current Chinese year. It is the 12th month of the year of the pig. I don't know what the fuck the pig... I don't... I want to learn this stuff, man. Let me look this up. Never... All right. Um, So I looked this up. Pig came late after everything was finally settled. I don't know what the fuck... This is too confusing. What the fuck's the pig mean? Introduction... Here we go. Here we go. Okay, this will be the last thing we do. This is literally no bearing on anything. I'm just interested. Of course, it's the fucking last thing. Year of the pig. Ecologically, ah, this is stupid. Never mind. All right. They actually say like your best match, best group, and incompatible. Chinese zodiac makes a lot more sense. Instead of being, I'm a Pisces. I'm two fish. I'm a fucking pig, dog. I need a dragon. Fuck them snakes. That's just that just sounds so much better. But um, from everyone listening, thank you for rocking those fifty episodes. We'll have fifty more for you. I mean, these could happen anytime. I mean, we could be recording. Just be on the lookout. We're gonna be on SoundCloud. Did you? Re- I, I got an email. Did you like re up the the Spotify shit? I wouldn't say I re upped it. I just for have not canceled it. Mm, so what do you? So what's what's the uh, status about that? Are you gonna are you gonna cancel it? I don't know. So should we post these on Spotify? We we could. All right, we'll send we'll post on the last two. I'll email you the files. I'm doing this on air. I'll email I'll email you episode forty nine, and we can throw them both on Spotify and that shit. And then if you ever want to get rid of it, just get rid of it. But we're SoundCloud Potters now, baby. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'll throw them up, and then I'll look and see. I don't know when the next charge is supposed to hit, but I'll look at it and then I'll look at my bank account and see mm. um, and see what needs to happen. Feel that, feel that. Hey, man, always great talking Sade with you, homie. Yes, namaste. Namaste. Everyone, thanks for checking us out. At 50, Sade the Queen. Wish her happy birthday on January 16th. And namaste from the Nordnery Pot team. <laughs>